Let's all go to the lobby. 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 To get ourselves a treat. Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Shakedown, the weekly podcast that functions as a grab bag for all things film. I'm your host, Kyle Craigbaum. And I'm your other host, Jordan Dennis. And this week we're talking about fucking dinosaurs, bro! <laughs> Alright, that's cool. We can leave that in. Uh, <laughs> you can take over now. I know I'm done. I just wanted to do that bit. I am your host, Kyle Craigbaum. That is Jordan. Hello. And um, we are talking about dinosaurs this week. Uh, in lieu of the upcoming Jurassic World Dominion, we decided to go back in time and watch the original Jurassic Park trilogy. That's Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park 3. Yes, sir. Before we get into all that, how are you doing? I had a burger before coming here. I'm pretty good. I had a burger. <laughs> I had a burger. This is how you eat a Big Mac. <laughs> just like, what if uh, what if we like hard pivot into like an ASMR podcast and I just, just eat a burger up real close to the mic, like fuck it, like like. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. He's eating the burger. <laughs> Did that uh, stimulate you? I sure hope so. <laughs> stimulate your senses. Uh, you watch anything this week? I did, actually. Uh, Whoa! Did I talk about Any Given Sunday last week? Um, did you? I have no idea. I watched Any Given Sunday. It's a fucking wild movie. It is... It's a movie that is that is not so concerned with plot as it is vibe. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's just... It's more... Like, there's an overarching kind of A to B sort of scenario, but it's more about, like... It's honestly more like a series of vignettes. Right. Kind of, that are that are loosely connected, and it's more just about, like, these, like, characters' interactions or whatever. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't realize it was also the only Oliver Stone film I've ever seen. Yeah, I've only seen one, too. So, uh, yeah. I watched fucking, um... Yeah, three and a half for any given Sunday. I watched uh, the new Norm MacDonald special... Uh, nothing special, which he recorded previous to his passing last year, where it's kind of like the anti-inside, because it's just him and his webcam, and he just does the whole routine for an hour straight and nails it in one take. Mm. And it's, it's like where, I think that they're like two sides of the same coin, whereas inside is very much this like, broad examination of like loneliness and like, you know, your mortality and like depression and everything. Norm gets that across in a much subtler way. It's like, it's the two sides of the quarantine coin. Pretty much, yeah. Like, like, you either had a Bo Burnham quarantine or a Norm Macdonald quarantine. Right, right, right. There's no in-between. But it's really good. I didn't watch a lot of the panel discussion afterwards because a certain comedian who's transphobic is on it. Uh, And so I only watched like the first five minutes of that. But the special was the first thing you see and it's awesome. So good. Four, Four and a half out of five. For Norm Macdonald. That's awesome. 
Uh, I watched Sky High. Great movie. Yeah, Great job. Yeah, that, 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 movie, that movie is so fucking nostalgic for me. I watched that movie so many goddamn One times. One of my most kid. nostalgic movies, and it's also good. It's so goddamn watchable. Yeah. Like, I can, th- I can throw that movie on. That's a comfort movie. I, people, people talk about fucking comfort movies and shit on Twitter. That is for sure a comfort Such movie. Such a charismatic me. cast. It really is. Everyone's having a fucking blast. Kurt Russell, man. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Bruce Campbell. Bruce He's Campbell, really uh, good. Uh, uh, who played uh, who played the dean in Community? The, uh, the uh, Jim Rash, Jim Rash, Jim Rash, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Lord have mercy. Oh boy! And that, and that Power Rangers outfit with the Patrick Warburton voice. Yep, exactly. No, it's cool. It's like <laughs> it's like one of the only genuinely good. I don't want to say like parodies, but I guess like. Homages? Satires, kind of. It's like, it's like a, an earnest... A it's an earnest satire. Yeah. Whatever you call that. Yeah. Um, where, like, it's it's like making... It's like poking fun at the tropes of, like, superheroes and comic book films, but it's never, like... I don't know, really, like, calling it out or, like, deconstructing it. It's just kind of... It's just kind of fun. It's a very cute movie. Four out of five. I fucking love Sky High. Um, I watched a movie that came out earlier this year, uh, internationally, from the country of India... That that was made that made waves. That is that is R R R. That is on Netflix. I am so so deeply regretful that I could not see this in theaters. A a deeply joyous experience. Just what the movies are all about, man. It's so full of life and and just you know passion. Like all the, the all the performers are just giving it a hundred and ten percent. And this movie is. Fucking wild. It'll go from, like, dance sequences to a dude unleashing a horde of animals on a colonist tea party. And, and like, they're like some of the fight scenes in this are fucking insane, dude. And and it really earns the runtime, mm-hmm. I think. It, it It's broken up into... You could easily break the movie up into, like, three-hour sections. So it's 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 pretty well-paced for, for like, a... Three, three and a half hour movie. But it's, no, it's good as fuck, It's man. on my list. I'm going to check it out very, very soon. Yeah, you got to check it out. Uh, it's, it's a five for me. It's it's really fucking good. Yeah. And I watched, uh, last thing I watched, uh, speaking of which, I saved this for last, because I watched the fucking um, Prehistoric Planet. The uh, Apple TV right. uh, dinosaur right, documentary. Right, 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 It's good. It's, the CGI is some of the most impressive I've ever seen put to television. It's really good. Um... Richard Attenborough still this, still yeah. got it. Amazing voice, dude. Dude, uh, dude has not lost a step. I mean, it's it's exactly what you expect, but it's it's great. Like it's it, the the way they 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 really convince you for a little bit that there's dinosaurs there sometimes, just because it's it's presented like a nature documentary, but all the animals are CGI. Right. But it's it's just done so immersively and so convincingly. That that's really the genius of it. Also, that's not the last thing I'm going to talk about because the boys premiered. Uh, season three. Kyle, I have been telling you for fucking years to watch this show. The first episodes of season three, uh, at least compared to the first three episodes of season two, night and day. Blows them out of the water. I think season two starts real slow and then kind of gets going. Once you find out a certain character is a Nazi, then it really takes off. Um, but season three, man, just immediately right off the bat establishes such interesting arcs for the characters. Like, like... Some of them went in directions that I, like, was completely not expecting. And the way it, like, reincorporates people is so good. And fucking, oh, dude, the character work on the show is so goddamn good. I know a lot of people kind of write it off as, like, kind of juvenile and uh, and gross. Which it is, but that's part of the charm 
I'm tired of fucking shows trying to be clever. I'm tired of shows trying to subvert my expectations in such a... Like, a, oh, look at us. Like, like, we, like, I feel like... I feel like commentary and satire is too subtle these days. I, I just... I think it's very refreshing to have a show that goes for the sledgehammer instead of the scalpel approach. Like, a lot of other shows will just kind of, like, tackle certain issues and, like, address it or whatever. But this show, like grabs you by the fucking shirt and shakes you and is like, the fucking military infrastructure is privatizing privatizing police and, you know, the medical fucking field is whatever. Well, I mean, I, there's always a, a spectrum of it where, like, it it's uh, the sledgehammer approach either works or it doesn't. Exactly. I think it... I like, think last it, year we had Don't Look Up, this, which took which, it and failed. No, this is, this is like, uh, Don't Look Up, but if everything that was wrong with it was good. Um, and it was not like it in any way whatsoever. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, The Boys is really good. Uh, best villain on television right now in Homelander for my money. That character is so goddamn good. Uh, one of the only two examples of evil Superman being tolerable, that and invincible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say... Fuck, I'm going to say four and a half for the first three episodes just collectively of The Boys so far. I, I've really enjoyed the first three episodes. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I... Um... What have you been watching? I feel like I watched a shit ton of stuff. I Outside of the podcast, I've been watching a lot of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's Breaking Bad? Uh, or Better Call? Or Better Call, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. It, a couple weeks ago it hit the mid-season break, so I'm waiting for the last six ah, episodes. So like end of summer? July. July it starts again. <sighs> Do I have time to watch all of it before then? It's like 50, yeah. Okay. I think it is this last, this season uh, 6A, whatever mm -hmm. this was, is the best chunk of television I have seen since the end of Breaking Bad. Really? It is perfect television. I think Vince Gilligan has... Boiled down. I'm so worried you're gonna overhype this for me. I uh, I don't think I am. It you just have to know what you're going into. Yeah. It starts slow. It's much more character driven in terms of like, I, I know Breaking Bad has amazing characters, but it is laser focused yeah. on character stuff. It's less about like the you know. And this, as it goes, you see him kind of perfect exactly how to do a slow burn. Yeah. Because you realize in this in this last quarter of a season. Like, holy shit, he has been building this narrative since season one. Yeah. And, but like, like, and he like reincorporates every character. Nothing mm. is, nothing not, not is unimportant. Wasted. Yeah, even everything. like, there can be a filler episode with like a character, like, all right, and then they bring them back and uh, they reincorporate. That's very cool. And they realize, I think Vince, no one's doing it quite like Vince. That's true. Vince Villigan is balling. And I think uh, this one's not even all Vince, it's uh, Peter Gould, which is the other creator of oh, uh, of the show. But yeah, it's the best show on television for my money. Oh, I, I'm also watching Obi-Wan. I think I might have mentioned oh, the beginning yeah. last Obi-Wan. We saw episode three. It's fine. Yeah. It remains okay. Three was a little better. But also, uh, dumb. Are you caught up on Barry? Yes. How's that going? Wow. Uh, this season has taken a, a sharp pivot that into, is what, that is what I have into heard. dark. Really? It's mean. Damn. Bill Hader feels like he is like building up to like maybe directing like a movie one day. Because he's like... Um, he's directing every episode of the next season. I know. he direct. He's directed like six out of eight of the ones this season. Yeah. And his direction is good. He does these weird, he loves long takes yeah. and slow, like, panning camera moves. He's a, he's a force, dude. What is it with comedians becoming auteurs? I'm saying. 
Uh, Barry's totally worth it. Yeah. And at this point, there's... 23 episodes, so it is very, very easy. Uh, oh, right? like like the boys, it's easy to watch? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, all right. You know what? No, no, no. We, we, we've said this multiple times. We are putting this on record verbally in the show. I'm shaking your hand right now. I'll watch all of Barry's if you knock out all the boys. Okay, fine. Fuck yeah. All right. I think you'll like it. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited to hear your thoughts. And the last thing I'm watching is uh, Stranger Things, because I heard oh, the yeah. latest one was good. I still need to watch season three. Um, And honestly... It's the first season's really good. Yeah, it's really good homage. One to of the best Sp- seasons of television in the past ten years. It's I think. Spielbergian. Um, I finished that. Yeah, that's like it's like a solid four for me. Four yeah. out of five. It's just it's just solid. Yeah. Some of the best child actors. It looks period, great. For, looks like, great. It's one of the best looking TV shows today. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two. <laughs> we can't say the same for Obi Wan. And then two so far. No, you cannot. And two so far is is not as good, but it's still compelling it's enough. Fine. It's still a compelling yeah. enough watch for me. Because uh, where it lacks in like plotting, it makes up for in the fact that the characters are all you like watching the character. It's an immensely watchable show. There's just too many characters. I know. There's so many. I There's know. like fifty now. I know. But even at its like bad, I'd say the show is very watchable. The, yeah, the show never Super the watchable. show never becomes like offensive or unwatchable. No. Like at its worst, it's okay. Um, and if you, uh, I, I know I plug Letterbox at the end of every episode, but if you want to know my TV opinions, I've, oh, been, yeah. keep, I've been keeping up to date. It's a, it's an app. Follow it's called us Serialized. On Serialized. Um, I think I just recently updated mine. I saw that you put a uh, winning or uh, oh yeah, I, for, I, I forgot there. to review winning. Time uh, I'm Klingbomb on there. K L I N G B O M B. Yeah, I've been keeping up to date on that. <laughs> it's a good app. It's a good app. Um. Besides that, uh, that's it, and I think we can dive into the meat. The schmeat. The goat meat, if you will. The goat meat. The goat. Schindler's List. List. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Is uh, it needs no introduction? Yeah, what the fuck? I've I've been so worried about talking about this one because what the fuck? This is one of those movies that like, what more could we possibly add to the fucking conversation? We can it's, discuss about it's it. It's fucking Jurassic Park. Like, uh, it is one of the biggest blockbusters of all time. One of the biggest movies of all, instantly iconic. Like everything about it, from the from the logo to the the main theme. Pretty much every performance in the movie is is like yeah. iconic in it, a way. It it's about a, a couple pale a couple paleontologists yes. who are approached by a, a billionaire named John, John Hammond. John who Hammond has constructed a, a park of sorts. Yep. Um, and he needs these guys to sign off on it because he's got the lawyers on his back who think the park is unsafe, and so they go. Who, who would who would think that? What? And the so park? they go. Jurassic Park and unsafe. It, and it turns out they've genetically brought to life um, a bunch of dinos. Yeah. Bunch of dinosaurs. Bunch of dinosaurs. Don, John, John, dinosaur. John Hammond is has has risen these dinosaurs from the dead and and corporatized them. Spoilers for Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park 2 and Jurassic Park 3. Yes, sir. They have been out for many decades. So what the fuck? Where, where do you even want to start with Jurassic Park? I I guess we can just start with the filmmaking here. Uh, because, it, incredible. Like, because Spielberg... Um, I mean, Spielberg's a one of a kind when it comes to blockbusters. No one quite does it like him. I don't know. Everyone, Anyone who's been listening to this for a long time knows that he's my favorite director. I, fuck, I, I will at least like pretty much anything he touches. And... Uh, there's such a, he revolutionized 
CGI with this Special effects block... Dude, revolutionized blockbuster filmmaking... Like, five times in his career. Yeah. And this is, like, the, the cream of the crop. This is one of them. And, and like, most most of the visual effects hold up because he blends them with practical. Mm-hmm. They, they built full-scale animatronic models of these fucking dinosaurs, which is so cool. If, if you know anything about, like, the production of the story, like, mm. I know, like, the, T, the T-Rex gave them a lot of trouble when they were shooting in the rain because it would get, like, it would get wet and shit. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, uh, a troubled production history, but, man, it... it it came together in such well, a... Well, that is the best-looking scene in the movie, to me. The, the T-Rex the coming out of the... Because, because they... Well, first of all, they knew a couple of the techniques, like, to put it at night to blend in the CG better. I, I, um, think, I think that's... It's, it's a subtler scene. I think the kitchen scene might have the best effects in the movie. That's my favorite scene. With the raptor? That's my favorite scene. You know those are suits, right? They got like yes. people in like hunched over and shit. Yes. Like my my favorite shot the the best shot in the movie to me. Is the, it, one, the one What do you think? Is it the DNA one? No, that shot's oh, amazing. With the with the raptor with the Gattaca screen on that's it. Amazing. That's amazing. That's a great no, no, shot. No, my favorite shot is the T-Rex looking through and his eye dilating. <sighs> It's so good. Every time it drops my jaw. My, oh. And and the second and the second for me is the is the Velociraptor breathing on the uh, window of the door. Yep. I love that. Fuck shit. It. I love the uh, the the water cup. Oh yeah. Uh, when when you hear that, I guess we should talk about probably what is the biggest plot hole in this movie. Where does that pit come from? It's so funny. It like walks out, and then suddenly the ground vanishes. I. I you would be able to justify it, I guess, that like, oh, maybe there's like a hill over here and like, but, but it's literally right where what's the thing funny, comes what's in What's funny from. is I actually paused and rewound this time and I'm like, did they move down the road at all? They didn't. No, The, no, pit, the a- pit disappeared. Absolutely not. Um, but honestly, if that's the big, if that's the biggest problem with your movie, I, you know. That's one of, yeah, that's what the, what the big plot hole. Uh, and then, and then there's, you know. Plot conveniences and whatever. Tim Tim has the biggest case of plot on this man survives everything. It's like eight. <laughs> what do you think? They're not gonna kill children. Like. No, I know, but it's so funny at a point, even like in the finale, those like bones fall and so <laughs> boom. It's like so, it's so. so good. It's so good. But like I was thinking about this the other day. What genre would you classify this movie as? A thriller? Okay. I think fair. thriller is I'm fair. Like, it's kind of horror. Adventure thriller? Kind of adventure. Kind of sci-fi. You know what I mean? I'd like, say adventure thriller are the main it's, ones. It's all these... I don't know. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, this this movie has so much going for it that it, it, it's hard to pin it down for in a box sure. like that. There's, there's so... Again, the way Spielberg moves the camera... The way there's so, there's several shots in this where he like rack focuses like eight different times to eight different people and, and it's, it's great like all the all the scenes in the lab where they're like talking back and forth and everything. Oh, and there's all... there's a scene in the lab when the power goes out and it's illuminated by him smoking. Yep. I know you love smoke cinematography, <clears throat> but that sh- but it was incredible. I I forget Samuel L. Jackson's in this movie every, every time, time I every watch time. it. I'm like, oh yeah, and uh, Wayne Knight. Yeah, I, I remember he's in it. Um. I don't think there's a bad performance in the bunch here. Everyone's fine. No, Even no, no, the no. child actors are really good. Shockingly. Um, Shockingly. Like, especially for the time, yeah. But, I mean, Sam Neill uh, is great. I think I read at some point he was considering Harrison Ford for that role. Interesting. Which, I, I get why he didn't I'm glad he go did. that route. No, no, no. Sam Neill really owns that part. Um, um, 
I also think that character would be a little too similar to Indiana Jones. Right. You know what right. I mean? So I, so I get why they they didn't do that. But I, just, I, I think it worked for the better. The way they build tension and the way and the way they... I, I, Spielberg just has like a fucking... He, he's got like an algorithm or something. Yeah. He knows how to... He, he just... Man. But, I love the sequence where they're climbing the electric fence while she's turning on the power mm. and then the fucking raptor attacks. Oh, the fucking, the, the arm uh, drops out from, from behind her. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's also kind of like a, like, a, like a monster house sort of movie, especially when the raptors get involved. What's the name of the hunter character? Uh, uh, Muldoon. Muldoon. He's great. I love, I love how he dies, and that's a reincorporation to the first thing Samuel teaches, yes. which is the lesson that uh, velociraptors will always lure you out with one in front of you, and then attack. Which is weird that he side. didn't know that. Yeah, but they're all, again, again, there's a, there's some dumb. I, I, the, my review but, says it's so good that it makes you forgive the handful of dumb but, things. But a, most of the dumb things you could at least like explain away. Like, yeah, like besides the pit, like like anything that has to do with them, they're dinosaurs. So no one's gonna be able to know. I mean, that's literally a plot point. Like they had yeah. no idea that the dinosaurs were gonna be because they genetically breed all the dinosaurs to be female, mm -hmm. so that way they can't reproduce. But because they use bullfrog DNA and bullfrogs can switch genders, right? The dinosaurs are able I to, like that. Are able I to like reproduce. That. That's a great twist. Um, um, I, I think every line out of Jeff Goldblum's mouth is gold. He might be the best part of this movie. He is. And I guess one of my only other problems is that, like, he disappears from the movie in the second half. Yeah. Like, he just, like, they set him up to be, like, the big character. He, he, and he, then he just kind of gets knocked out and then... Which I guess they kind of make up for that in the sequel. Yeah, uh, we'll get there. Um, but, uh, like, but yeah, it just felt weird, but... But on the flip side of that, I'm so glad, uh... Laura Dern has something to do in the second half of the movie. Very much. Her going to, uh, to turn off the power and everything. Like, like they really, you know, incorporate that character well. Um, there's so <laughs> the many... fucking lawyer gets eaten off the toilet. That's yeah, great. That's a great kill. Um, Only, like, two, three people die? Yeah. The lawyer, Den uh, Dennis, and freaking Muldoon. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, four. So four. Um, but, like, it's so... It's so good. It's so good. Uh, the hacker stuff's silly. It's, <laughs> it's an interactive CD-ROM. It's barely in it though. Um, it doesn't really bother me all that much. No, um, that that whole that whole climax is so goddamn. Good. Oh my god, the climax! The way it just keeps evolving. It they're like breaking through the ceiling mm -hmm. and like the, the raptor which, like sticks its head through. Which them. I don't know if you know that that was one of the first times they uh, that shot of her falling out. Of the ceiling. Yeah. That's one of the first times they did visual effects to to put an actor's face on another person. Because that was a stunt double. Oh. And they put the... I didn't know that. Yeah. That's seamless. You, it, you really can't it's, tell. It's crazy. It's, I think it's only on there for like half a second yeah, when I yeah. look up. But it looks great. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. I read that. Yeah, uh, I, I saw an article like, on like that. Like 99% uh, yeah. of the visual effects in this hold up. Yeah. I, I think uh, they look at their worst when it's daylight. Like broad I daylight. Think the, I guess the worst... Looking effects in the movie or that scene where uh, they're running from the fucking uh, I don't know what they're called. They're like the ostrich dinosaurs. Oh yeah, they're but running. That from... doesn't even look. No, no, no. Good. But I, I think that is the worst looking yeah, effect sure. in the movie. But, sure, sure. But I, I even that looks like good. I agree. Like the only thing dated about the effects, like they have a presence, just like texture work, which yeah. like it wasn't as evolved. It's, it's ninety three CGI. I know. I like, know. <laughs> cut them some slack, like, people. Like compared to the other stuff coming out in ninety three. Yeah. Like yeah. But yeah, this movie just the character works great. 
Sam Neill's, like, relationship with kids. He hates kids, but now he's forced to, like, mm. protect these kids. And he's like, fuck. It's so Spielberg great. loves his deadbeat dads. He does, doesn't it's he? Like, that's, like, his whole thing. Um, I think, uh, what's the actor that plays uh, Hammond? David Attenborough. Or Richard Attenborough. David. He's great. Um, no, we're going to look this up. Yeah, look this up. I think it's Richard. Richard? I think David Attenborough is the one who's still alive. It is... I was on the wrong Jurassic Park. It is Richard. It's Richard Attenborough. Um, yeah, he's he's great in this. He's awesome. He's great. Um, they, I, I don't know if it was his decision or the writers or Spielberg, but that character is like not that likable in the book. Right. So I don't know if that's just... But Richard Attenborough really brings that... Honestly, Hammond might be my favorite character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Just because of his whole tragic... Yeah. Like downfall, and it's like he went into this with such good intentions. Like I genuinely believe, like obviously he wanted to make money, but I genuinely yeah. believe he just wanted to bring a little wonder to the kids and everything. You know what I mean? And and this is the only dress park in that same vein. This, this is the only one that dares to dig a little deeper in terms yes, of like the, the, the themes, ethical... the themes of like playing God yeah. and bringing it back these it, animals. You're so scientists were so occupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think whether they should. Every line he has in that scene is great. That scene, oh, fuck, I keep that's saying every. Of the, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the, that's one of the, the most underrated scenes yeah. in the movie. I think of them just like having that ethical yeah, yeah. dilemma. He, he was like, uh, before you even knew what you had, you patented it and you, you, you packaged it. Condors. Condors are on the verge of extinction. Now, if we had cloned a flock of condors on this island, you would have nothing to say. That's so great, man. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, again, the tension, the camera work, the action sequences. Like, like, the, what, like, what else can we fucking say? It's Jurassic Park. Five out of five. This movie rocks. Yeah, uh, four and a half, because I'm a nitpicky little bitch, little bitch boy, little, little bastard. Imagine going out in public, facing your peers, looking another human in the eye, being the kind of person that gives Jurassic Park some people I, I follow you at like a three. Well, some people you follow are fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Speaking uh, of threes. I, I love Jurassic Park. Uh, hey, don't just spoil Jurassic Park. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 97, we get uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park. I don't think Spielberg had directed anything between these. Did he not? Unless Schindler's List came out. It, that was the same year. Yeah, yeah but, but, but I think between... in the years between these, I don't think he directed anything. And... This one also had some tumultuous behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, I don't. I don't know quite as much about the production of this. Uh, all one I know I is it got rewritten a couple times, uh, multiple times, and also I think he lost interest in it while making it. Yeah, I have seen that where he's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, um, I think I'm, I'm thinking about it. What do you do after that? Like Amistad or something like that? He's like something oh. like the complete. Yeah, opposite. he's like I want to. I want to do something like real. Um. And in this one, we get the return of Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm, and... He's a protagonist now. He's the protagonist now, and he's approached by John Hammond, um, because there was another... So, the the first one takes place on Isla Nublar. Yes. And, and this one, and the, then they he reveals that there's another island called Isla Sorna. Which is where they actually, like, breed and make the dinosaurs. This was the... This was Site, uh, site B. Uh, which they actually hinted that. In the beginning of the first one, the very first scene where they're loading that that raptor in, uh, yeah. they're clearly like bringing it from somewhere else. Yeah. So it kind of kind of right. lays like the foundation. And for basically, them. Um, he he says that there was like a hurricane; it destroyed the facilities on there, and basically all the dinosaurs got out and formed like a habitable 
life like, like they're, ecosystem. They're existing there, but like the government wants to fucking nuke the island. So he wants uh, like a small group of people to go and take photos, like wildlife and photos, prove that these animals can fucking like exist and. and but be on, fine. but on, but. Unfortunately, he's not the CEO of the company InGen anymore. His, uh, like his nep- nephew yeah. is, and uh, he wants to go and capture all the fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to just weaponize them. And that's our. That's the premise of the movie. Uh, a movie with a surprisingly stacked cast. You got this Jeff. Bull, uh, you got Julianne Moore. Uh, what's his name? The, uh, the guy. What's his fucking name? Oh, I, I don't know which one you're thinking uh, of. You know, the fucking guy. Hang on. The guy. The, oh. Peter Stormare? Pete Postlewaite? I thought you were talking Peter Stormare, but... Oh, yeah, Peter uh, Stormare. You know what? I was wondering if that was Peter Stormare. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, But... Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah, he gets two mentions. I think you already said it. Oh, him. did we? Yeah. No, no, he deserves two. <laughs> um, and this movie is really weird. In that, I I don't think, it's been a while since when I was watching a movie, I flip-flopped from liking it to greatly not liking it so many times watching it. You know what's funny? Yeah. You mentioned Spielberg losing interest in the middle of this. You can feel that. Yeah, you can. There's a certain point. Yeah. Like, the movie starts pretty reasonably compelling. Right, right, right. Is like I movie. actually like all the drama stuff pre the And part. then as it goes on... <sighs> It just gets less and less concerned with, like, the plot and characters and more about, I don't know, like, dinosaurs. You know, like, you really feel that as it's going. Like, I, I know they obviously didn't shoot this chronologically unless they did, but, like, like you like that, that energy seeps into the pacing of the movie. See, here's my experience. Like, the pre-island stuff I thought was reasonably compelling. Yeah. You know, they were setting up a good, uh... It loses arc. me after the T-Rex scene at the RV. Pretty much after that, that's when I'm kind of like... Well, see, that's actually... I, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree. I think once they get to the island, I started to lose interest. And that T-Rex scene brought it back up a little bit. And then it lost me again. See, I was like, I was like riding high. I'm like, okay, Stegosauruses and shit. Like, they introduced the, the hunter character. Who, I could have I sworn... I think I Mandela affected myself. I could have sworn they mentioned that he's related to Muldoon. But oh. I guess they don't. I thought he was like his brother or something oh, like that. I thought I remembered that, but I guess that that just isn't not and the then case. The, yeah, that that scene kind of brings it back up, and then it falls back down. But then I think there's two set pieces near the end of the second act that I think are pretty pretty cool. Um, uh, I like the climax. I, I think the cli- it it pretty, it's okay. Pretty much for me, it 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 peaks at the the T Rex RV scene. And then it pretty much loses me. And then for T-Rex's day out at the end, I'm like, okay, this is, this is all right. I totally disagree because I think I one of the stronger scenes in it is them getting chased by the T-Rex into the cave. I really like. And then the like the the tall grass Velociraptor scene is pretty cool. It's fine. I thought that was sick. It's all right. That overhead shot of them all like converging. Just, listen, I've, just, I've seen cooler dinosaur stuff in the previous movie. Of course, that you can be applied to the fucking like, RV scene doesn't even like, touch anything. Like that, in the first that's movie. that's this movie's biggest detriment is that it has to be called Jurassic Park. Uh, the visual effects are also more inconsistent. Even how are they worse? I, yeah, they get worse every movie. I don't understand that. Yeah, it, they're like the <laughs> there's a couple scenes on green screen that are rough. You know what's also weird? Rough. The animatronics get worse. Because we'll talk about it in the third one, but there are some in the third one that I'm like, I just took that from a theme park ride. 
Because, like, in the first movie, like, the animatronic is so animated yeah. and, and, and lifelike. It's fucking pupils are dilating. But in this one, they're, and this one in the third one, they're just, like, swinging left to right, roaring. Oh, you know, like, there's no... Like, none of the dinosaurs have any personality anymore. Do you think the problem is the animatronic or how they, like, lit and shot the animatronic? Both. Both. I think it's both. Um... Because, yeah, I the, the visual effects are worse. They're more noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still some great... There's some cool set pieces. Great, here. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, Steven Spielberg doesn't know how to direct a movie. No. And there's still some great lighting. There's still some shots that I was, like, really impressed by. I will say, in, great the, shot. in that chunk of the movie that you claim is so good, a little girl does gymnastic kick a raptor out of a window. <laughs> But before that, the set piece is cool. Them trying to dig out and it trying to dig in, and one is like busting through the window of the yeah. car. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's hiding in. I liked all that. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then the pro- one of the problems with this villain, uh, with this movie, is the villains. They fucking suck. They suck. The main villain sucks ass. What a what a wasted character. Because his whole like motivation is uh, there's a deleted scene I saw where he like. <laughs> that like basically like like sets up his character where he it's like the scene from the first one where you're introduced to uh Nidri. He's at like a fucking yeah, tropical yeah. bar or something. Right. He beats up a bunch of dudes and he talks to this guy and he's like, Yeah, I've hunted like every big game animal on the planet. Like he's like, but I'm but you know, I'm I'm fucking I need to hunt this last thing. And then there's that bit in the end where he gets what he wants. They capture the T-Rex and he's just kinda like, you know what I think I hate hunting. Like there's there's something compelling there. But it's just not given its due right diligence. It, and what I like something I appreciate about this movie is how mean it is. Like yeah. people are getting really mean. There's a scene. What are the little ones called? The compies. They, the, the, the they compies, just harass Peter Stormare. They they brutally just like slowly murder him. And I was like, yeah, Spielberg's getting mean. This with movie it. is definitely more of a monster movie. I do love one of my favorite. The first one, one of my favorite Jurassic Park kills is is the guy who gets ripped in half by two T Rexes. <sighs> That's really great. Poor Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's the MVP, man. He just wanted to help people. I know. It should, it should have been Vince Vaughn. Yeah, great guy. Um, who, oh, Vince Vaughn who disappears out of the He's not act. even in the second... Okay, we talk about the fucking T-Rex on the boat real quick? Okay. Oh, my God. I paused it because I thought I was going crazy. I feel like every one of these has that one plot hole... That's like famous. The first one is the pit, and so, this one is this. So they, so they, and InGen ends up the only dinosaur they actually capture is a T Rex, and they bring it back to which that can't go wrong at all. They That's bring it back to San Diego, Diego. On, a, on, a, on a big boat. I believe it means whale's vagina on a big boat. But then they can't hail it, and it like crashes into the harbor, and they get on the boat, and there's a bunch of dead people, but the T Rex is in its cage. So what killed the dead people? And the, the baby's not on the ship, right? They have the baby. The baby's on a, on a fucking helicopter, like a plane or something. Helicopter! Helicopter! So, so you said that they are plan to have a velociraptor? I think the, the original intention for the climax is that raptors also got on the boat. And they were the ones who killed the guys. But I think... Uh, I think at some point they decided that that made the climax too bloated. Which, like, honestly, that would have made the climax more interesting. Um, Honestly, it would have. Um, but fucking, uh, I guess they just thought the implication that the T Rex did it was enough, right? And people wouldn't think about it too hard. Mm-hmm. I actually went on IMDb to try to find like that on the characters, yeah. <laughs> and the first piece of trivia is Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore admitted she did this movie to pay off a divorce settlement. <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she, she actually auditioned for uh, Ellie Ellie Sattler. Oh no way! And didn't get it. <laughs> 
Holy shit, the two models of the T-Rex each weighed nine tons. Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh my god. Just like me, for real. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah... That boat thing is confusing, and then he rampages for like maybe ten minutes through yeah. the city. Um, then he eats. Uh, eats the villain. Eats the nerd. Eats the nerd. Movie's over. I don't know. Three out of five. It's like I'm so close to. It's like so, it's like right between a two and a half and a three, and that like. Yeah. It's one of those. I don't know if I'll ever watch. It's this a one two. Again. It's a two point nine. Sure. Round up to a three. Whatever. Who who gives a fuck? It's it's. <sighs> It's the most mixed bag movie I've seen in a while. Agreed. Some things I really like, some things I do not like at all. Um, and then we get to three. So the worst thing to happen in two thousand and one. That is not even true. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking about movies. I'm not. Even oh talking yeah, about. yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I think Master of Disguise came out that year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> um. So Spielberg, after the second one, he lost interest. He did not want to make another one. But he agreed to let uh, Joe Johnson uh, step in. Master of Skies came out in 2002. Uh, damn. Joe Johnson stepped in. The Rocketeer director himself. Uh, which I've heard good things about. I've never, never seen, seen it. Uh, but, um, and they got Sam Neill back for this one. Yeah. And it functions more as a direct sequel to the... Both. Sort of. Like, it's interesting because they're both like... Like, like normally, the third in a trilogy would piggyback off of the second one, but in this, they're kind of both direct sequels to the first one that concern different characters. Well, well, here you were talking about how you Mandela affected yourself. I Mandela affected because I could have sworn this movie took place on Isla Nublar. And it's on Sorna. Yep, it's the same island as the, Which as the second tr- one. I, I swear to God, I don't know why I thought that. I think, I was telling you earlier, this one has the exact opposite problem of The Lost World, where The Lost World is very bloated and convoluted. Um, yeah, it is. This one is just as dumb, but it's way more like bare bones, simple, lean, I guess would, would be a more positive yeah. term I would use. Which... In terms of watchability, yeah, I'll give it the edge, mm. but it just lacks that that Spielberg. Here's the thing, magic. Here's you know? the, what I will say about it. I I 100% agree with you, but the the thing is, it's so short that you can't, it, there's not even that much to get angry about. That's what I'm saying. Like like uh, spoilers. This, this, is a, this is a two and a half for me. Like it's it's so. Middle of the road and just kind of like yeah. it's a three for me. Uh, I I guess we're writing it now. Yeah, uh, I, I just I think the second one does things better. Like there are more memorable. For, there are more memorable moments in the second one. I actually said this. I I I, I was gonna say it to you. Um, I'm sorry. I'm saying it right now. Work. <laughs> I think the second one has higher highs and lower lows. But this one's more consistent. But this one's more. This consistent. one plateaus for me at about like, about a two and a half, and it never gets higher. Or lower. It's just a two and a half the whole way through. Like, it's so inoffensive. Yeah. And just kind of whatever. This one, I will give it credit. This one is the most monster movie of the three. It feels... You mentioned the second one, like, oh, theme park ride. This literally feels like a universal ride. Honestly, yeah. Like, And, it, I, and I mean that in both good ways and bad ways. Like, I, I respect... I respect the attempt. I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought it's I was going to. It's just stripped. It's literally just mindless entertainment. Yeah. And for me, 
after the second one, which was really long, like too long, mm-hmm. and th- this one felt like a breath of fresh air that it was just brief. This one's more on par with like the Jurassic World movies, I think. Like, kind of. Like in terms of like the vibe, I think. Kind of. Um, I think there's some fun set pieces in yeah. here that completely ignore physics. That plane crash makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> uh, the villain's cool. Spinosaurus. That's a cool dinosaur. Spine. I love that it's able to beat the T-Rex because it has longer arms. Like, breaks its neck yeah, immediately. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, a little dino fight there. Uh, there's, there's, a, they, they introduce, I'm a big sucker for pteranodons, and there's a, there's a whole sequence in, uh, in the bird in cages. In a big bird cage. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably the highlight of the movie, that, I would, I would say. Yeah, yeah, that... And uh, I, I really like the, uh, the the fire stunt they do on the boat. And, oh, and, yeah. That's fun. Also just cool to have uh, Sam Neill back. Sam Neill's and, great back. Being the protagonist. William H. Macy's in it. Uh, Tia yeah. Leone. Uh, They're fine. Who's, who's annoying. Yeah. She's uh, got a big, uh, big Kate Capshaw energy. Kate. She's uh, the Steelberg's girlfriend from Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yeah. big big cape catch capsule energy. The kid's a decent actor in this. Yeah, film. he's fine. How did, how did he get that T Rex P? But all, all the kid actors in this trilogy are are, are fine. <laughs> oh yeah, the the daughter in the second one's good. I we we didn't mention her. Um, she, uh, she's not bad at all. She's not bad at all. Um, but yeah, in this one, again, it, it it's just it's fine. I guess we should talk about the plot. Yeah. So. Sam Neill is uh, it's it's post the first one. He's kind of doing a book. He's he's written a book about his experience. He's doing science tours and stuff, TED talks and shit. And he's approached by this uh, this guy who's like, "I can pay you good money. Uh, we're we're adventurers, me and my wife, and we we're, want we, you... we have like a billionaire like tech company. We can and write we, you a blank check, and we want you to uh, like fly us." Above the island as like a sightseeing tour. Totally a fu- uh, spoilers, I guess. Totally a fucking ruse. They're like they're like hardware store owners, and yeah. their, their kid uh, was on vacation on Isla Sorna and got stranded there, and so they they basically kidnap Alan Grant, and, yeah, like and and convince him to help save their kid. So they have to like land the plane. They get stuck on the island. The plane crashes. Yeah, a Spinosaurus comes out. Yeah, good for it. Happy Pride, everyone. Um, um, but, and then you have your movie. Yeah. Like, again, it's so short and, uh... This is like if someone tried to draw the original Jurassic Park from memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's basically, like, the most... It's, like, all of the bare-bones elements of that first movie distilled with none of, like, the charming, like, characterization or Mm. iconic moments or, like... There's uh, there's it, some cool shots. There's some fun moments. It's just so standard. Yeah, you know it, what it's I mean. Very standard. Like like I just it, it's ah, a standard block. Like at least at least the the at least the second one's kind of fucking weird. I have and I will admit I have some nostalgic attachment. I actually watched this one a lot as a kid. See, I've the first ones. I've seen, I, I watched like, the first one more. Yeah, but this one I watched a lot. I may, um, I may have watched this like once as a kid. Um, and and I I always enjoyed it. I I think I don't want to sound like that guy, but. Middle of the road blockbusters, then versus now, I'd so much rather watch the middle of the road ones <laughs> then. You'd rather watch fucking Jurassic Park three than like Shang Chi. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I, I, I yeah. Mean, I'm inclined to agree. I don't yeah. know, if, I don't know if I would say that as like a blanket statement, but in like that specific case, yeah, I'd agree yeah. with you. Like because again, I was entertained. Yeah, it's, it's I like I'm also just a sucker for dinosaurs in the, general. None of the sequels I would actively seek out on my own. 
But if I was at someone's house and they were like, "Hey, I'm gonna put on Jurassic Park 3, I'd be like, "Okay, yeah." Like I'll watch it. Like yeah. yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not offended by it. Just two and a half out of five. It's right. It exists. The, uh, it is there. The very. The it is. It is one of the Jurassic Park movies of all time. I, I, I want to point out a couple really funny things. First oh, yeah. of all, the phone and the dinosaur. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so fucking dumb. And then he gets pooped out and it still works. That's so fucking dumb. Oh my god. Um, That is so funny to me. And then there's a scene at the end when the Velociraptor... They basically, they're, they have Velociraptor eggs by a plot yeah. convenience and whatever. And they give the Velociraptors back their eggs. And Alan has this... So there's like it's like a 3D printer of sorts at the beginning of the movie and it prints out the 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 whatever vocalizes yeah. the, the It's like their, their yeah. Yeah, and he's able to like make velociraptor. It's like a velociraptor call. Yeah, and he's ma- able to make it and he makes one and they start getting angry and William H. Macy says, "No, no, call for help." I went, "Do you know what he's saying?" <laughs> What yeah, William that? H. Macy speaks Velociraptor, what? dude. You didn't What's know? going on? Dude, William H. Macy looks like a fucking Velociraptor. Billy somehow survives till the end of the movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really Did know. Did he get, like, folded by those fucking pterodactyls? Also, how'd he get to the fucking helicopter? He floated. <laughs> well, I mean, he's in, he's in the river. Like, if, he, if he's, like, knocked unconscious, like, uh, sure. I, guess, I guess he... Maybe he man Probably his lucky pack, bro. Oh, yeah, it was a lucky pack. Um, um, you, know, you know what it is? The biggest problem with this and The Lost World is The Lost World doesn't have an Alan Grant and this doesn't have an Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, I think what really makes that first one work is the cast is so fucking well balanced. Yeah. Like, everyone is utilized so well and everyone, like, bounces off each other. Like, there's a, there's a chemistry and an energy there yeah. that just isn't in the sequels. Like, it's just it's just missing that, that, that chutzpah, you know? It's missing that something. That's that, that special Spielberg ingredient and even the one that he directed the lost world is kind of missing that that spiel and if his heart wasn't in it like you know that's yeah what can you do about that but um that's all i have to say about that fucking dinosaurs dinosaurs and shit what's your favorite dinosaur uh i'm a pterodon man pterodactyl that's like that's a very respectable take but like like an underrated one like i feel like a lot of people don't say i my hot take is that i prefer uh velociraptors to t-rexes whoa what do you mean i like the i like they're scarier to me velociraptors are like three feet tall in real life yeah they're fucking have you seen those claws they're like this big yeah it's like turkeys i could anything i could kick over with ease, I'm not afraid of. No, man, you were tell okay. You're telling me if, 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 not the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park, but the Velociraptors in real life. Are you telling me you would rather run in to a fucking T-Rex than like? Uh, well, Jordan, I've never seen a Velociraptor in real life. I don't know I'm about just saying, you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> gun to your head. You're telling me you would rather take on the T-Rex than the Raptors. Um. Uh. Well, with a T Rex, you can't, if you don't move, it doesn't get you. But a Velociraptor, I don't can't think that's do that. like real. Though. <laughs> Is think, that not? Real? I think that's fake. I think they made that up for the movie. Actually, I think Michael Crichton might have made that up for. Oh, the Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, I don't in think. I don't. Case, in, that, I, in that case, I'm dead either way. I don't think who gives up? I'm fat. I'm not out running. <laughs> it. I'm not out running anything. I think I could beat a T Rex in a fight. Okay. I not. think I, I think I would. We simply, should test this one. Though. I would simply uh, <laughs> relate to it. Okay. Fair enough. I would. I would simply reach an understanding with the T-Rex, and it would let me ride it. Yeah. 
Do you think we're going to get that in Dominion? That's like the one thing I don't think we've gotten in any of these movies so far, someone riding a dinosaur. No. Oh, well, oh, uh, a dinosaur? Like any dinosaur? Oh, uh, we got that. There actually is a scene in Jurassic World where there's like a petting zoo and there's a kid on one of the dinosaurs. Okay. That counts. All right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Isn't there like, like there's like, there's like, like a like, stegosaurus yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm kind of excited to revisit Jurassic World. I've, I haven't seen the first one since theaters. I do not like the first one, but uh, I, I haven't seen it since theaters. Maybe so. it'll hold, maybe it'll get better. Maybe. Um, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be better than three. So, if my memory uh, to round out of this, I guess my memory before rewatching the Jurassic World movies is the sec- is the first one kind of boring and like bland. Very the first one? Oh, Jurassic World. The, fir- the first Jurassic <laughs> World. My, my brain farted. I was like, we just, Kyle, we just had a whole discussion about and, how it's. And not- I always preferred the second one because it was. It's so weird. I think this, it's such I, a weird movie. I think the first one is a better film. Just kind of all around in terms of like watchability and being entertained. Yeah. But the second one is certainly more interesting. Yeah. But I guess we'll get the, into the that. climax. Of, yeah, we will talk about it. the climax of the second one is better than anything in both of them. Yeah, the gothic shit. Yeah, that's, when it becomes so like a haunted weird. house so movie. Weird. Like, yeah, fucking. Um, we'll get into that next week, and we'll also talk about the new Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, sir. Um, if you like the podcast, you can follow Which it. We, on... we know you do. Oh yeah. You can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown, and you can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum and Serialized at Klingbaum. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at fucking J underscore Dennis 99. The fucking is in there. Uh, on Letterboxd at my name, Jordan Dennis, and also on Serialized at J underscore Dennis 99. I guess we just talked about what we're talking about next week, so we'll fucking see you then. Bye.